I can't believe we're getting married. Shit, we have to plan a wedding. Okay, take a deep breath. Relax. We got you. I'm Chris Serna. And I'm Ashley Aiken. And we are your wedding vendor besties, giving you permission to ditch tradition. This is your day, and we're here to give you permission to do things your way. Together, let's make your wedding intentional as fuck. You are listening to The Bridal Breakdown. Hey guys, welcome back to The Bridal Breakdown. I'm Ashley. And I'm Chris. And today we are joined by a very, very, very special guest. We are so excited to have her on. TikTok celebrity. Yeah, we have. (laughs) I know, and Megan's like, oh, I don't know about that. But (laughs) we have an awesome, amazing guest, Megan Miles. Megan, thank you so much for joining us. Would you tell us, uh, well, really our listeners, we've been shooting the shit prior to even getting on this episode, but will you tell our listeners who you are, uh, you know, uh, what you do, your ties to the wedding industry. And actually, before you do that, I just realized I need to apologize to our guests. My audio (laughs) might, I have to, I have to at least acknowledge it. (laughs) I forgot my mic at the studio. So I'm using some old janky, uh, those headphones that used to came when you got an iPhone. So yeah, anyways, the ones that's that came the wrapped is. up in the iPhone yep. case. When there yeah. was a, when there used to be an aux port on the iPhone. Back so in no the day. Those are the days. Those right? are the days. <laughs> anyways, with that caveat being out there, uh, Megan, go ahead and tell our listeners who you are, how you got into the wedding industry, what you do, and, and a little bit about your TikTok. Hi, yes, I am Megan. I am a 2023, October 2023 bride-to-be, which, yeah. God, it seems far away, but time is flying. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I got into the bridal, I, I started getting into the bridal space. I mean, whether you like it or not, when you get engaged, you're in the bridal space. Um, (laughs) And I think what I found out is that I was surprised to find out that I didn't love being a bride. I was like, this is all, this is overwhelming. This is expensive. This comes with trauma. You know, I feel like more of it is hard than fun. And um, so I just kind of took a step back and I reevaluated. We thought of tons of different ways we wanted to get married we thought of all these things and I was like I think there's not enough I think the reason I struggled in the beginning was because there's a a a perception of what weddings are and that wasn't happening for me and so I thought I was doing something wrong like okay this isn't like sunshine and butterflies right this is hard like why am I second why is this you know not a happy experience and um so I started talking about that on TikTok I started saying you know like Hey, is anyone else having a hard time? Um, is anyone else like really fed up with like the toxicity in this and the drama and um, the things that come up and that life goes on beyond bridal uh, planning your wedding? And like, oh, totally. how do we juggle all of this? And so um, people really related to that. And I was, I formed a community and I guess I just started talking about some stuff that people weren't talking about. And it was kind of like a relief to other brides and grooms and so I just kept going and I I I created a um funny character that I like to play the type a bride to be and she's like over the top and I'm definitely poking fun at myself but I'm you resonate with type a I do I mean all comedy is based in truth (laughs) right 100 percent. so you know obviously these are things that I do but I'm also like fully aware how ridiculous some of this stuff is and um, I think that's why people loved it so much is because they're like, oh, my God, I did that. Oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed. Like how like this brings out a crazy side of you. And oh so, my gosh. yeah, so that's th- how I got into this world. <laughs> that is that is so cool to kind of hear that you just like, hey, I'm just going to talk about this. I'm just going to do this. Yeah. I'm just going to talk Wait. about it. And how receptive people were like Ashley and I did some creeping on your TikTok, which by the way, listeners, if you're listening, go ahead and look in the show notes and pause this episode and go watch four or five or 50 of Megan's TikToks and, and you can get an I idea today. for exactly what we're talking about. Um, but like, you're in a very interesting space because you're the, actually the first engaged bride that we've ever had on the podcast. So someone who's going through the process, they haven't been married yet. A lot of times we talk wow. to people like post on the end of it, like, you know, what were your wins? What, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, so I'm super interested to hear from you, especially with you saying this wasn't an experience that was like rainbows and butterflies, but 
like what surprised you the most like after you got engaged and that like reality bubble was kind of pop like what caught you off guard the most i think what caught me and my fiance off guard the most was um not everyone shows up for you the way that you showed up for them oh. like there is you know i and i think and listen we have like an incredible support system and i don't want to like allude to the fact that otherwise but you know it's just like the, the thing that instantly was hard for us was like okay this is the dynamics that come out in a family that come out in relationships friendships and relationships it's like it's complicated and like you know you're asking people to spend money you're asking people to give you your time you're asking people for all this stuff and you know and so we had to like break some expectations you know we had to or just reevaluate some expectations that we had of other people, of ourselves. And so I think that was the most surprising thing, like how complicated that part of it was, like off the bat. Yeah. You know, even saying that Ashley, my business partner, she said something to me the other day about the average person going to a wedding and attending a wedding spends $800 to attend that wedding. And when she said that, I was like, what? How? And she was like, the outfits, you get your hair cut, you get your hair done, you have to travel, you have to- If your parents, you're finding childcare, paying, you know, that Like all these things. And so there's like this, through the whole wedding process, there's like this financial burden on everybody, including you. So it does bring out like, just from a financial perspective, like wedding party, family members, um, not just obviously to harp on the money aspect of it, but I thought that was really right. interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, for sure. With the f- dynamics of relationships, it's interesting that you say that just because I feel that's something that people, although you know that you're probably going to encounter hiccups in relationships, I think that since you, but when you get engaged, you don't like see those hiccups, you know, it almost brings it out. Do you know what I mean? It does. Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, it just makes people really yeah. vulnerable. Yeah, it does. You know, that's the perfect way of putting it. You're like, you suddenly are, okay, it's my turn. And, and if it does, if, if it's not how you were told, you know, yeah. we're watching, we're, we're told, you know, by the wedding industry, like how this should go. And if it's anything other than that, it makes you feel like, like, something's wrong or you're being cheated or like, or like, less and it's than... like yeah, or, yeah yeah and, it, and mm-hmm. now I know that that's not true but like honestly that's ha- that's come from me figuring it out myself well and looking so on I social media we're... I'm sorry I'm not mm-hmm. gonna interrupt you I'm just go, thinking oh, no, social media with like when you look at your friends who get married and maybe you weren't like a part of the festivities but you see all the photos of them having like the most glorious time through all their engagement party and their wedding planning and their bachelorette parties and like all the things, but you don't see the shit that goes on behind it, you know, or like what went on to plan it, what went on between, you know, bridesmaids who are like, I can't afford that. And the bride's like, but I still want you to come. How about I pay for you to like all these just things that, and then that friend that got married, let's say on social media who maybe they're in your wedding party. Now they have a kid. And so they can't show up for you the way that you showed up for them, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. You're meeting people at all different times in their life, you know, like, and it's, you know, and I I think about that a lot when I was in like my siblings weddings, you know, I had, I didn't have like a pot to piss and I was, you know, and I, and I, and I was like, Oh my God, I'm just trying to contribute like any way I can. And, and you know, thankfully they were, it didn't matter, you know, cause I showed up, and I was like fully there and present for them. And mm-hmm. that's what they cared about. But, you know, I remember feeling bad. I remember thinking like, oh my God, you know, um, I, I wish I could do more. And it's just like, you, you know, that's re you know, you have to reprogram the way, why you want people there for you. Um, it's, you know, and if they're, if they can't do all the things on the checklist, like that has to be okay. And things like that. So. I love that. It's almost like an affirmation that you give yourself. Yeah. Like this is mm-hmm. however people can show up for me is fine. Like in whatever way that looks like, even if that's just Absolutely. a text, like I love you. I'm sorry. I can't, you know? So you, you, Absolutely. Talk, you talked a little bit about like, you know, you and your fiance, you and your fiance having to kind of like reevaluate some things and kind of make some tweaks and stuff like that. Like, what did that look like for you guys to set expectations and to kind of go through that? Like, oh crap, like this isn't what we thought it would be. Now mm-hmm. we need to like pivot to try to 
make this like manageable so that we're not miserable, you know, for the remaining duration of yeah. our engagement? Um, well, I think everyone planning their wedding should be in therapy. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Preach. Yes. Preach. <laughs> um, thankfully, we both were. So we, you know, we were working through it because, you know, we were just, we had to, we had to release, we had to like let go. We had to just say like, why don't we just meet it where it is instead of like the expectation of what we thought it was going to be. And as soon as that happened, we were like so much happier. You know, we were just like, whatever anyone gave us in terms of support or whatever, we were so grateful for it because it didn't, it didn't, nothing was like, there was no weight on it anymore. You know, it was like, okay, like there was no, they're supposed to should. Exactly. That was Mm -hmm. gone. And so, you know, and then, but also it came with um, us just saying to each other, like, we, you know, you can't, basically we are making these decisions with each other. Um, so if it doesn't work for us, I think we were like trying to, at, at the beginning, I think we were very much being like, well, what do you think? What do you think? Do you want to be part of this? Yeah. Part of this? And some people just honestly didn't want to be part of it. Well, and then you had <laughs> the, on the flip side of that, where like everyone and their mom is like, well, you should do this and this and this exactly. and this. Exactly. And so we shut that off like in the beginning and I swear everything got better then. Like when we were just like, we're making these decisions together and you know, if, and sometimes that means, you know, people are helping financially, but you know, drawing the boundary too, with like you, you're giving us a gift or something, but that doesn't mean you make the choices and, you know, drawing boundaries there and things like that. So as, as soon as we set up boundaries, everything honestly became more fun. And, um, and our relationships got better. Like everything, I love this so everything much. got better. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think I, I preach about boundaries a lot. Um, How did you it, do and, that? Like boundaries. How did you like, and what's an actionable way? I feel and like this is, struggle. this is something, this is something that we've talked about on the show before. And, and honestly, Megan, everything that you're saying, I'm like, you're the third co you're the th- third co-host of the bridal breakdown because this is literally <laughs> all of these things that you're saying are things that we talk about and hit on. Um, but you know, Ashley and I, I, we're coming up on nine years of marriage, my wife and I, Ashley, you know, you got married, what, three, three, four three years, years ago. ago, but I and did so- things very weird. but for like a normal bride like having a yeah like this is what you're talking about like the idea of drawing boundaries and having any sort of minimal confrontation sometimes puts people in like a fetal position to where they don't even know how to handle it which you know we're not taught a lot of times how to do that so like Ashley was saying how did you guys do that so we ultimately just decided that we weren't going to we kind of like stopped asking opinions from other people. And that was a big one. that was like a huge way of drawing boundaries. If we were just like, um, we also believe like clear is kind, you know? So if, if we felt like someone was crossing the line with us, we were very much like, Hey, you know, we don't appreciate, you know, a, we don't appreciate this or B, you know, um, until we decide how we feel about this, we're not really opening the floor to like, for your opinions. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love Um, it. You know, but also like never, ever from a place of like anger or you know and and also like we never from a place of this is my wedding never oh my god like totally like I I was like if I ever am that person please um please tell me because I I felt like there was there's people that go down that road of just being like I don't I hate the phrase bridezilla I think it's toxic but you know, like the the persona of like, oh my God, she's barking orders. And it's like, well, when someone just establishes a boundary, it's not, you know, it's not bad. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, that's so true. So, yeah, yeah. I do think so, that's yeah, something that's, that's really hard for people to um, digest. I'm the non-confrontational type. And I had a coach once who told me, I'm like, but I don't want to have that confrontation. And she said, confrontation or it's not confrontation think of it as communication like you're just yes. communicating you're not absolutely being confrontational you're literally just mm-hmm. communicating expectations yeah mm-hmm. I think that can keep things yeah. really healthy well Chris was saying that like you could be a third co-host with everything that you believe <laughs> and I feel like what rings the most true and I just really have to bring this up is one of your TikToks that I saw I'm probably going to reference, but I'm, I'm telling you, I watched so many of your TikToks. I was like down yes. the rabbit hole, which is amazing. <laughs> like it went from one to the next to the next. And I was like sucked into every single one of them. And I'm like, I need to share these. I need to share these. So good. <laughs> 
But one of them was you were like the things that I'm obsessed with um, with wedding planning or like these. Yeah. It was almost like things that are helpful helping you through wedding planning. And I was like, ooh, juicy. I'm going to watch that. And then I saw the things as they came up. I showed Chris and you yep. his face was going. <laughs> he was it's just like, like nodding like up and down with a smile. Like, come on. That, that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was, I'm going to read those off. And then I want We'd you to tell to me thoughts. like, yes, exactly. So the first one was that you're obsessed with is doing whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. Second, squashing the toxic wedding industry standards, which preach. The third, celebrating <laughs> everything because that's what it's about. Damn it. <laughs> and then keeping boundaries and not taking anyone's crap. I love all of those. Chris is like, she is the bridal breakdown bride. <laughs> totally. Totally. This is so what, all of the things. What makes you so passionate about those? Like, how did you arrive at these beliefs? Um, it, it was definitely a journey. This wasn't like I got engaged and had this mindset. I definitely, you know, had to get there. Um, but as soon as I adapted these, like, as soon as I like leaned all the way into these mindsets of just doing whatever the hell I wanted and just, and that doesn't mean like I went rogue. It literally, I think yeah. people think when you say, um, when you say things like, I don't give a fuck, it's like yeah. a bold statement. It's really, or, or right. rather, um, I'm doing whatever the fuck I want. Yes. Like you're a rebel like a or something statement. like that. It's, Literally, well, I'm not seeing Chris anymore. So. I know his Woo. video ran. Okay, okay. Somehow, um, <laughs> so, we hear him. Um, but okay, yeah, yeah, perfect. That's odd. <laughs> um, so they think you know it's like a bold statement, but really, in actuality, it's just saying like, "Hey, that doesn't work for me." And when I yeah. like when you just reframe the the saying to you know, um, just like, "Hey, I don't." It, oh, I'm so glad that you did that and you were happy doing that for your wedding. But hey, doesn't work for me. That's like. That was like, that's the whole like, no is a full sentence thing. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes. Yeah. So that like, honestly started us off. Um, and like, you know, every, it, we knew it was right because every time we were making more decisions that were just like right for us, we were like, wow, that was awesome. I feel like we never second guessed it. We never, oh. we were completely confident. And it was just like, and I think a lot of, and I have to say this too, I think a lot of the mindset that I had when, like, when I was struggling after just being engaged, it wasn't so much other people. It was what I thought. Like, it was I was thinking people thought of this about me. I was thinking people thought I was a lot. Uh, I was thinking, okay. you know, it was like, yeah, it was all like projecting. You know, I think it's societal. I think it's like a lot of things, yes. but it all kind of just like crashed on me at once. And so, um, so as soon as I realized that, honestly, no one really cares. <laughs> honestly like people they're like yeah just do you because like yes you know honestly i think that really is the reality uh, of course there's some people that do and then you have to like draw the boundaries but um <laughs> i think most people are like yeah just do you yeah I'm like, oh okay like, just be Great. happy yeah, I should. exactly yeah i love um, that squashing squashing the standards is important to me um which i didn't even know they existed um really um, like spending beyond your means and having to take, you know, and take out loans oh, and yeah, like credit. having to like, oh my God, and having to, um, you know, really it's about throwing an event for friends and family rather than like your marriage. Um, and it's like, you know, one upping the other person and oh, like, keeping so up with huge. the Joneses. The one upping. Yeah. Yep. Keeping up with the Joneses, just doing it the way everyone else does it. And, um, yeah, I just, there was so much that we just said, um, also like, I just had a, sh- I just had a wedding dress shopping experience. Like there's huge problems in like with size inclusivity and like all of this crap. It's just like, I can't believe that this is like where this, the wedding industry is. Um, there's big Absolutely. problems. So, um, I'm getting loud about that too, because yeah. I, I, that's, it's really an unfair, um, situation in some of these stores. Um, so. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, I'm passionate about all of it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No kidding. The wedding dress experience that a lot of people have is devastating because I feel like you see yeah. it's on it's Say Yes to the Dress. Yes. Oh, my God, it is. Oh, and Say like, Yes to the Dress is crap. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyone who, like, is living in that city is crap. 
first of all you're sweating profusely the whole time you're just like it's so hot these dresses are so heavy nothing fits i don't know what I the want. lighting it's is bad like, the oh my gosh bad. it's it overwhelming is. as hell like if you've never like if you've never been in a studio you're like i don't know what i want you know like it's <laughs> i think some people do walk in knowing what they want and those people are blessed but i think the majority of people are just like this is an overwhelming experience and I hope I find something. Well, like, yeah. the amount of times that like I've heard from brides where they were like, you know, I went into the shop and I was thinking, you know, and this isn't all shops. I'm sure that there are great shops out there with very helpful, understanding teams. But, you know, I have heard from from brides that have gone in to try to find their dress that, you know, the team was snooty. They were rude. They were short. They were this. They were that. Anything but what they thought they would be. Again, yes. preface. There are some shops that are, exist that are great, but it seems like, like you know, you're talking about these standards in the wedding industry, that this is something that exists where it, you know, people are kind of mean and they're kind of rude sometimes. And, and it's yeah. just not what the experience that you thought it would be. And that really sucks when, you know, people aren't prepared for that to at least know like, Ooh, this is the experience that I might be walking into. Yeah. I was really let down by my first dress shopping experience. It was really built up in my head. That was one thing, you know, I feel like I have like reasonable expectations about the wedding journey now. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I was like a little bamboozled with wedding dress shopping. I was like, thought this was going to be a fairy tale and like thought, you know, and it was really special because it was just me and my mom and we're having these like memories together. And now all of that was very special. Um, but I was met with like really challenging customer service experiences um being like kind of lied to like saying oh, we had all these products and like all this stuff and so it was just it was like a really surprising you know what i felt it was like very apparent to me that this is a billion dollar industry where they everything moves so fast they're pumping out weddings and i was just like a sale you know? number yeah. and absolutely yeah and that really um that really sucked, you know, but then I found a shop that was like the most beautiful, amazing experience of, and I will like shout that shop from the rooftops forever. Um, because, you know, it wasn't glitzy and glammy. It wasn't like aesthetically pleasing. Um, it wasn't one of the famous ones, you know, but it was like a shop where they gave a crap about me and they were oh, yeah. like rooting for me and celebrating me. And they had dresses in a size that I could get my leg into like it was oh. like it was a beautiful experience and I was like so it's really not about the shop it's about the people who care for you there and like that is honest like so it's like I, I really hope that that brides can start doing more research about where they go because no one really like if you start the journey off with in such a bummer kind of situation like that it really is tough yeah. And like, what's motivating to get you to go again? And like, you're like, gosh, I just don't want to do like, I don't want to do this. Like, why would I put yeah. myself in that emotionally draining and damaging situation? You know, and some people they end up, you know, going three, four five stores, you know, it, it's, yeah, it can be so, so tough. I, I think this brings up a really good point based off of something you just said, Megan, like, it truly is about the people. And I can say that that is one of the biggest factors for couples like, having their dream day and and we hear this consistent consistently from couples is that choosing your vendor team the people that you work with and finding people like you know that actually care in that they're yeah. about you and you're not just a number you're not just someone that's a dollar sign in front of them you know how did how did you guys go about finding you know a team of people because I'm sure you had that realization. You're like, oh, wow, like yeah. this is a big difference in the wedding industry. Like, mm -hmm. how did you guys go about making some decisions on who to trust with, you know, uh, on your wedding day with the people that you guys were choosing? We, you know, first and foremost, we really took our time, um, which I think is important. You know, I think um, a lot of venues, you know, have like preferred vendors and things like that. And I know people that are like, great, you play music, you're booked. You know, yeah. and I'm like, oh my God, that scares me. But we really took the time. We met with every single one of the people, which actually wasn't even a choice. I think every vendor we reached out to was like, let's schedule a call. Let's get to know each other. And at first, I know me and uh, me and my fiance, Aaron, were like, oh my God, this is so time consuming. But we were so glad it happened because there were some people we were like, they were very nice people, but we just automatically knew this isn't the vibe or like this isn't right. Um, and so the people we ultimately did 
have great conversation with. They were flexible. They were like cheered us on. They like liked our right because we're both creatives. We came to the table with like specific ideas, and we we really were like, okay, we can collaborate together. Yeah, um, that, that was like that was it. We were like really like great. You're gonna listen to what we want to bring to the table but also like you're going to come back and give us like even more amazing ideas and um so all i will say like all of our vendors are like artists like all of them are just like we were blown away by their work obviously but more so like their their ideas and their thoughts and they like are like minded to us like you know they're they to us we really sense that they were just like there to celebrate us and root us on and like without that when that vibe was off i think the i honestly think it's the vibes like you know yes. you know yeah. like 100%. conversation you know how you know and also you have to like be obsessed with their the quality of their work you know and as photographers you know that was my number one i was like i will spend the most money on a photographer cuz like i'm a you know that's so important to me um and so you know yeah i i just we're obsessed with all of our vendors, actually. And they're all, they've all become friends, which is really nice. Too. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I love that, love that, love that, love that. That is, like, perfect. <laughs> Chris's so love language that that is, is what that is. Yeah, totally. Like, that makes my heart, that makes my vendor heart happy. So yeah. I think that that's, that's really great. Well, well, and I think, so you said early in the podcast that you, you know, you, you're this type A bride, right? Like, right. what, how, how is it that you frame it? What is it? The, the type, type A, a bride to be. There you go. The That's type it. A, the yeah. type A bride to be. <laughs> so being type A, making those decisions, making your dress decision, making the vendor decisions, like that's a task for somebody who's type A, right? Because it's yeah. got to be the right decision and you do all the research and all the things. How did you combat feelings of, did I make the right decision? How, what per- propelled you to make them and then not question them because i think that's because that's that all weddings type a are deal with it's just thousands yep. and thousands and thousands of decisions oh my god constant um so the the weird thing about every decision we've made has been like i have never second guessed it ever and i second guess literally like what i'm wearing right like every day i'm like i am i'm i really am like worst case scenario person you know like yes. I, i've but every like we literally walked into our wedding venue we were like oh okay we're getting married here like i was like oh my god and i d- never thought you know i used to think that those are kind of like woohoo moments that people like when you know you know i was like that's not gonna happen and it really for us it happened and it happened with my dress and it happened you know with um like with all of our vendor decisions and so like i have not had a second guessing moment yet that is crazy and and awesome but I wonder if I see like wedding day like my type a brides I have a lot of type a brides I attract type a (laughs) with my type a type a (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. I'm like but the what I notice with my type a brides is that they do so much planning and research ahead of time that at least on the day of they tend to be my most relaxed brides and it's kind of the opposite of their personality, you know, like yeah, by nature, you can be like just in a decision frenzy, sometimes like feeling uptight because that's like not going according to plan and whatnot. But I feel like there's almost just this second that you let go, you know, like, and yeah. maybe that's where it's with your decisions. Like you trust yourself and you're like, I made my decision. I'm like letting go of that, you know, mm-hmm. I, freaking I think, think too, it's it beautiful. helped that like, you know, I, I struggled a little bit with like how my feelings about wedding planning and I gave myself time because then when I like deciphered those feelings out for myself, when I got to it, I was just like, I wasn't blocking myself. I was like, I was allowing myself to like have these joyous moments. So every time we did something, I was like totally like leaning in, you know, and I wasn't like, I I really do think that maybe I should do that more in my life, but also (laughs) not just in wedding planning. Yeah. Not just in wedding planning. like everything we did, I was like, I was had a real open mind. And I think that that was like the game changer. I really can make a real great decision for, we, we both could make great decisions for ourselves because we were like, we don't know. We actually, we're not predicting the end of the story. We're just going to see what happens. <laughs> You're trying and to be present. Cool. Yes. We were just being present. 
really. I love it. I love it. You mentioned mm-hmm. finding joy a lot. And this is something yeah. also that was like one of your beliefs um, and like celebrating the things. What are some ways that you as and I, I'm going to just keep harping on like the type A person because I feel like that's mm-hmm. who is going to be following you and all the things and listening yeah. to this episode. I'm pretty sure that we're um, going to call this episode the type A bride too. <laughs> I think yes! that's because I think when people are scrolling <laughs> through the feed, they're literally going to go. Some of them will go up. Oh, that's me. That's this is my me. Yeah. I need to listen that to this. That is me. Um, so how do you, like, what are some ways that you've celebrated and continued to celebrate when, like, anxious, especially because anxious thoughts can come in, you know? Yeah. Um, do you yeah. find yourself getting anxious, by the way? Oh, yes. Very yeah. Yeah. I, I struggle with anxiety. Um, and so does my fiance. So, um, to, so to, we had to really, like, draw those boundaries in the beginning and say, like, we're not going to allow this to put us in a bad place mentally. And I think a lot of people don't draw that boundary. Um, and they allow, you know, like, wedding planning is very stressful. So we were like, hey, as soon as this is not fun anymore, we're going to like shift gears. So um, good for you yeah. guys. Yeah. Because we're like, this is supposed to be great. And we're spending a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't need to like, like, I want to feel great about it. <laughs> That's yes. so awesome um, to hear that you guys are doing that, you know, like, a lot of times it seems like you guys have just, you know, and maybe this is because of therapy and you guys have like, I was had just some of the ideas off of, but you know, a lot of times these are the things that we're talking about. Like we've had an episode that's fully devoted. Like one of the things where we talk about is, uh, you know, when wedding, plan- how to keep wedding planning fun. One of the big tips was having these wins, taking a break, celebrating, doing fun things because it should be fun. The default is probably not fun if you're not intentional, but if you are intentional, just like you guys are saying, and you're taking breaks and like, hey, we're going to step back for a minute. You know, if all your conversations are solely about wedding planning, you're not going to have a good time. Yep. There has to be, you have to like go out and have your dates and not talk about your wedding at all. You know, like that can't be a boundary that like overtakes. Yeah. That's a boundary. You know, it's like, I, I said to, I said to Aaron in the beginning, I was like, I don't want like this to become my life. And ironically, now I'm working in the bridal business. Literally <laughs> life. <laughs> but it's also not your but wedding, kind of, not, you know? No, so mine, that's, so that's helpful. Like, yes. I want, I don't want this to be like, the, I don't want to sacrifice other things to, for our wedding day. And I, I think that sounds a little strange, but I was like, hey, if we want to go on vacation, I don't want to be like, I, we, we can't do that because it's your spot. We have to save for the wedding. We have to, like, I was like, I, I still want to go on living. You know, I want to like have a full great life and then have our wedding. You know, I don't want it to be the sole focus for years. So yeah. that was very important to us. So can I, I ask, Ashley, Ashley, can I ask a few questions? So there's, there's a few things I want to ask. I want to talk a little bit about your wedding day and kind of some of the things that you guys are doing. We talk a lot about intention on the podcast and we just kind of define intention as like, Hey, like putting some thought into what you're doing and not just doing things because it's what's been done. Like if you don't want to do a garter toss, don't do a fucking garter toss. Like do what you want to do. And if you want to do it, but don't just do things blindly. So I'd love to hear about some of the things that you guys have done that are intentional that you're really excited about that you guys have incorporated into your wedding day that you guys are planning to do. Yeah, we're really excited. We're we're our friends. I mean, we have this like beautiful community of artists, artist friends, like every, you know, and just we really um, decided that we were going to incorporate our people. And so we have like MCs for our reception and we have we have a big wedding party now, which I should talk about that because we Please. didn't have a wedding party. Now we have a ginormous one, um, which is an intentional choice, um, which I will explain. But um, other things we're doing is that we're, we're going to have like, um, we're still working on the logistics of this, but we're hoping to have our friends record songs for our cocktail hour. So it's like our friends singing our favorite songs. Um, I love so that. Like what? that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to need a link to that Spotify playlist <laughs> that drops. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's just like, you know, we, we, I've sung it. Like, I, I don't think I've been to one wedding where I didn't sing. So, cause we are both singers and my fiance is an awesome musician. So we're like calling in favors. We're like, these are, <laughs> remember that time I did that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we're just like, we're just, you know, I think people think our wedding is going to, isn't going to be very traditional, but it is, but it's just like with our style on top. Yeah. Yeah, With like the flavor of you two. 
yeah, we uh, are, um, we're getting married in Brooklyn. Um, it's a very Brooklyn wedding. Um, it's just, I love that. Uh, we, yeah, it's, it's, and like I said, so another thing is we're, we're having like a wedding, wedding weekend. Um, so the day after Aaron's family, everyone plays an instrument. They're like the most talented human beings on the planet. I'm, I have to learn an instrument. I'm like, I'm, I have to, <laughs> you're, you're joining the um, family. Like you've got to figure that out. You can just like when become a baller together. triangle player. Just, I, <laughs> you know, that thing. I was thinking like an oboe, but you know, anything yeah. that's just a little weird. Oh, or she'll be the one with the, what is this thing called? The tambourine. The tambourine. The tambourine. The tambourine. <laughs> I'm I super musically inclined if you can't tell. <laughs> so we were like, we, we kind of said we want to have that. Like every time they're together, everyone brings their instruments and they all jam. And, Holy shit. Um, we were kind of like, we want that, but we don't want it at our wedding. So we're having an after party. We're putting like sheet music on our website. Like everyone can learn the songs ahead of time. Everyone like comes prepared and we're all just going to jam and sing and dance and like have this like amazing day after wedding party. And that's honestly, I'm like more excited about that. Than, yes. Like- <laughs> that, that sounds so like cool. a, an um, I picked not that this is in Brooklyn, right? This is not at all. But I'm yeah. picturing everybody like around a campfire in a forest, like right? Yeah, you know, it's but it's what their family does all the time. Yeah, it's like the freedom of it. Like that's freaking yeah. beautiful. Yeah, because it's like so important to us. But we also like didn't want to ask. We also like honestly didn't want to ask that of our friends and family, like to be like, bring your instruments, bring all your like schlep all your stuff. You know, like we want it. To, we wanted to have ease you know that would have made me anxious honestly if I was like you know all, our our bridal party has to bring instruments with them it's like how do we you know so we were like let's have in like it's intentionally plan it so that it's part of a weekend you know we're, we're gonna celebrate the whole weekend yeah and if so, somebody yeah. forgets their instrument or can't take it through TSA or it's fine because like it's just yeah. casual you know like it's fine <laughs> yeah I love that. That's so, so, so great. Is there, is there any tradition that you guys decide to like, Hey, this is really important to us. Like we want to, like, is there something that people might be surprised that you guys are going to include that people might think, you know, like, Oh, she ain't doing that. Yeah, actually we get this all the time. We're doing traditional vows. We're not writing our vows. And people are, that does shock me. They're like, I thought you would write each other a sonnet. I'm like, (laughs) I'm like, no, first of all, I don't want to do the work. <laughs> but second of all, I was like, no, we really value, like, we're going to strategically pick the ones we like, but we like, those mean a lot to us. Like that, like the ceremony of those words mean a lot to us both. And people are surprised by that. And so, yeah, we're we're like traditional in that sense, which is cool. Aaron is like, surprised me a lot. He, he, he suddenly is like the most traditional man in the world. Oh I'm, like, my where's gosh, coming that is from? hilarious. <laughs> You know He's what like, though, I, Ashley? I do you feel like that is more common with with like with the men? Oh, well, definitely. They decide to like. It's very odd. Like a lot of times, a bride like can be like, eh, dude, "I don't care." I would. I'm shocked. Yeah, that is a little surprising, but it is you know? actually becoming more common for men to want to hold on tr- to tradition, which is something yeah. that has surprised me in conversations. Me too. I like. I I said there was one thing the other day. I said I was away for a few days and I didn't. I didn't sleep well. And I was like, I think I didn't sleep well. Cause like I, we weren't, we weren't together. And I was like, you know, the night before our wedding, like, I think we should stay together. I don't think, because I want to get a good night's sleep. I'm terrible without sleep. And he was like, Oh my God, no, it's bad luck. <laughs> and I'm just like, we lived together for years. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? It's I'm bad like, luck. Yeah. I'm like, but it, that is like, the tradition. That That's a tradition. Yeah. He doesn't want to know anything about my gown. Um, which I don't care about that. I'm like showing everyone and I'm being respectful of him not wanting to know, but I'm like, I really can't tell you like, what the heck? Oh my gosh. That TikTok that you posted about that made me die. (laughs) Oh my God. She's just like, but what if it's, and he's like, stop saying it. Oh, I haven't seen that one. I'll need to go. She's like, I have to keep this a secret for a year. I can't. I mean, I'm going to do it because I know it's important to him, but But that's why you have to tell everybody else. I know. I was like, I have to tell someone. <laughs> so I want to, I want to hear about this, this 
no wedding party to massive 20 person wedding party, like spill the tea. Like what was, what was your thought process prior to that deciding to do it? Like what was your thought process going into it, going no wedding party and then describe the shift that you had to like, Oh, we're making this, you know, our people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we, we decided like, pretty, pretty straight away. We were like, uh, and maybe even before we got engaged, honestly, now that I think about it, we were like, Oh, we're just going to have a best man and a maid of honor. We're just going to have like our two best friends and that's it. And like save ourselves the drama. No one's going to have to spend money on us. We, I think we kind of like took on this mindset of like, we're saving everyone the trouble. Like, I think we were like, okay, people that, that makes would, sense. That makes sense. We didn't want to like ask people to spend money on or like inconvenience you know? anyone. Yes. All of our friends are Aaron's from Virginia. His his siblings are all over the country. His best friends are all over the country. I was just like, you know what? I don't know that they're going to, you know, it's going to be complicated to like orchestrate this. Why don't we just have, and, and honestly, it was kind of like the elephant in the room for like months. We were both like, weren't totally sure that's what we wanted, but yeah. we were like not talking about it. We we're both like, yeah, no, this is a great decision. No, don't worry about it. Um, and so unfortunately we both, we suffered like a major loss in my family very suddenly in February. And I swear, I mean, that's what it took for me to be like, Oh no, these people are going to be. Oh yeah. I was like, it was, you know, that it's so cliche, but it really like, you know, it changes your whole perspective. And I, and I literally like the next week was like, Oh no, I'm, I want all my best friends around me. I want my family around me. I don't want to have any regrets. This is about, um, you know, I don't want to look back and say, like, I, I think we realized that we were really, like, not making the decision that we wasn't what we wanted. It wasn't. You were trying, was, you were like, just trying to, like, people please. We were trying to people please. And we were, like, totally abandoning ourselves. And then the, the beautiful part was as soon as we asked everyone, they were, like, so honored and so they've been so awesome. And. And now it feels real. It's it. There really was a big shift for us. Like as soon as our friends and family were with us in it, we were like, "Oh, this is the this was the right choice the whole time." So yeah, that's that's how it that's how it happened, and it's fun. We are doing some untraditional things, and like I'm not having my girls wear all the same dress. Um, I love. That. I'm giving them like that. a lot of freedom. I'm not making them, you know, if they would like hair and makeup, that's fine. I think that's like that was kind of the trade off for me. I was like. I want you guys here, but I don't, but I still want to be like flexible. Like I still want to, no pressure. I want everyone to be here. Exactly. I want to take the pressure off of me and you like, honestly. So yeah, it's been, it's been really fun. That's incredible. Did, was that the only shift that happened then? Cause also you, I think had a, we're planning maybe a small wedding. Yeah. We were going to get married. Like our whole dating relationship. We're like, let's the Catskills upstate New York is like very precious to us we always went there I was like we should get married here in the mountains and like blah, blah. like the <laughs> fantasy yeah yeah and then we're getting married in New York City like it could not be more opposite no um yeah so <laughs> but, literally you know, I think I think that's a big lesson I think I tell a lot of brides is like be prepared for it to be like the complete opposite and and like allow it to be you know, yeah. don't be so staunch on something because every decision has that has been the opposite has been like perfect for us. But if we didn't like allow ourselves to be flexible in our thinking or like just do like be present, we would be having a lot. We would be doing a lot of things for our wedding we really didn't want. Well, and yeah. have you have you felt any pressure like as this personality, you know, on TikTok to like continue to push the boundaries with the things that you share or to like you know, some pressure to abandon more tradition than maybe you care to or any of that. And maybe not, but I, I'm just yeah. curious, you know, like it's, it can be a vulnerable thing to share your life on social media. And, you know, sometimes yeah. there are really mean people. Mm-hmm. Um, No, I haven't felt the need to like uh, be like push the boundaries just because I like, you know, stood up and like said, you know, I haven't. That's awesome. That's I just, good. Yeah, no, not at all, actually. I've And luckily, and I hope it continue, continues this way, but I really like the people that I've encountered have been like the most beautiful, amazing, like friendliest people, honestly. And they've taught me so much. I mean, social media really can be amazing. And 
thankfully like I'm on the right side of it right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know the other side exists. Um, but um, my experience has been really great. And I really built a community. Like I have, I consider so many of these awesome people, my friends, and I've learned so much. Honestly, some of them are super traditional and I love every, because you know what? They're doing exactly what they want. And yes. I'm like, yes. that's awesome. I'm like, I'm totally in, you know, I wouldn't want some of these things, but like, who cares? Who cares what I want? You know, like I'm not saying, and I think that's why, you know, ironically, like me working for Simply Eloped, I love it because all of these people are like having such intentional weddings. They're hot. Like every person that I've encountered so far has been like, this is truly what they want. And they're sometimes met with a lot of pushback. And oh my people, gosh. You know, there's a lot of negativity that these people like deal with when they announce their elopement or they say they're doing this. And I'm really inspired by the, by all of them who are just like, no, this is what we want to do. Yeah. There's some strength. Our wedding. Yeah. It, oh my God. It's a huge strength. And, and I don't, I mean, I go through these galleries like every day and they're like the happiest damn people ever. <laughs> and it's just absolutely stunning, you know, and, but it's um I think the more we just keep being ourselves um is like in all things but especially in the wedding industry I think things hopefully will change um so yeah so I only have one more question and Ashley might have another after this but you know my last question is you've referenced this amazing community that's kind of you know, have, has found their way to you and you've been engaging with them. What's, which they are know, awesome. I was uh, looking at all the comments and they're all scroll? incredible. I yes, love that. They are. I love that. Yeah. What's one of the most like common things that people share with you um, that you would say like, and it could be anything from like, oh, I'm struggling with this or I love that you talk about this specific thing. Like it could be anything, but like, what's kind of one of the most common things that you hear from the community that you've created on TikTok? I think I hear time, like everything I talk about, this comes up relationships, like how complicated relationships are when you're planning your wedding. And like, there's, you know, when you, it, it brings up trauma, like it brings up a lot in families, not there's families that you know, our divorced families or, you know, there's like situations there or whatever. And you have that with friends and you have this with, you know, and, and like, you suddenly have to like face a lot of that. Uh, yeah. And you get to kind to of this, ignore day to day. Yes. And you suddenly, you know, have to, you know, uh, confront a lot of these issues or they just come up. And, um, I think I, I tell everyone that, you know, family is not, um, just because they're family doesn't mean they have to be there. And also True. like invitations are not obligations. You know, like if, if someone is like toxic in your life, you don't owe anyone anything. Um, but also on the flip side of this, I will say that a lot of people heal their relationships because of weddings. There's a really, there's a, there's a positive aspect of this too. A lot of people are like, I haven't talked to this person in so long. And my wedding was the thing that made this possible for us. Oh, man. And, you know, like there's healing. There's a lot of healing. I mean, that's so true. So, and that was actually yeah, the it, case it, with my wife and one of her childhood best friends, you know, they kind of had a falling out and my wife was like, uh, just thinking it like they had always talked about her being a part of that day. And she ended up reaching out and reconciling the, that relationship. And now they're, you know, friends again to this day, because they thought like, I, my wife thought, I can't imagine not having you there by my side. Let's repair this thing. So totally have cool. experienced that first firsthand. Yeah, it really, it brings up stuff, but I think people automatically think that means negative, but it really can, you know, bring up the negative stuff to get, you know, to, to get through, through it. Yes. yes. And, You're not burying um, it anymore. Mm-hmm. Also, a lot of people like say some really ugly things to each other and like in wedding play, like it shocks me, you know, like um, I hear people shaming people for spending money or choosing how they would like to spend their money or the, the, even like the colors they choose. And I'm just like, Oh my God, you know, it's, there's so many things that um are so sad. <laughs> yeah. But that it, comes up a lot. It makes me think of like the elopement conversation. That's something that we do need to talk about in general, but the telling your like parents that you're eloping because a lot of times, you know, when you're like actually eloping, it's just you guys. Like that's like 
right. actual elopement. But I do feel like modern in modern day, like elopement has taken on this greater yeah. picture of what that looks like. But when you choose to let, let's say not have your parents come or your siblings or your grandparents, like those are very hard conversations to have. And those people who like love you so much don't a lot of the time take it very well because they mm-hmm. want to be there for you. And so I think that like, that's also something that appears. And have you talked about that at all? Or is that something, I mean, I'm sure that comes up. At oh my gosh. Yeah. That's, that's huge. And we talk a lot about how like, just, you know, yeah, not everyone's going to be happy for you. Not everyone's, you know, and like, you know, on, on one hand you can understand people want to like people feel a little cheated sometimes, I guess, for not yeah. being there. And um, it's it's a complicated thing. Not in a perfect world. Everyone just like honors your choices. And it's yes, like totally beautiful team, rainbows but, and um, butterflies. Yeah, that's the rainbows and butterflies. But um, yeah, we talk a lot about how just like you have, you know, you have to you have to do what you want to do. And like, you know, standing in your power and figuring out like, you know, these are questions that you and your partner only know the answer to. And like your mom doesn't know the answer. Your aunt doesn't know the answer. And so just like getting to the why, getting to the root and like figuring out what you really want is like, it's, it's hard. It's not, you piss off a lot of people when you, when you do what you want. It's the truth. But then you don't don't live with regret. Like otherwise you're going to be regretting something. And then you also ask yourself like, okay, if I'm pissing this person off, I can like weigh the pros and the cons to that. Like, should I just do the garter toss? Cause grandma wants, you know, that's obviously really lame, but again, it's really lame. So it's like, if grandma wants me to do the garter toss, let's do it. Grandma. Would yeah. The, the, mom mom yeah. and dad want me to get married in the, in the huge cathedral that they got married in. And that's just not what I want. You know, Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's different. I love all of that. I mean, that is so true. You know, especially Ashley, when you're talking about like the regret, it's like you can either live with the regret of not doing what you wanted to do, or you can, you know, potentially hurt some feelings where people will probably get over it and they'll probably move on. Um, better to definitely do you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, have... and I think again, like this honesty is like saying, Hey, I'm doing this because it's what I want to do this. I, I don't want to, you know, just being like, just stating your intentions, but that's all you can do. Just be honest. And I think when you do that, people honor it more when you're like, this yeah. is what I want. The people who love you are like, okay. 100%. You know? So this is kind of my last question, I think, other than, no, I think I'm going to start with a fun, more of a fun question. Did we talk on the podcast or was it just before we started recording? I can't remember why and what inspired you to, because I, you were talking about candles to, to start <laughs> the TikTok account. <laughs> I want you to yeah. tell me about that because I was cracking up laughing and I think a lot of people will resonate and find you because of mm-hmm. that. So what inspired you to start your TikTok? Um, literally because I'm a crazy person. Like I was, I was like measuring <laughs> things with toilet paper. Like all that was like real. Like I literally was like, how does this headpiece look? And I was like, oh piece of toilet paper on it to be, and my fiance's like, like, how long oh veil do I want? Yeah, I was like, I don't know. I, I want to see what it looks like. I can just order something offline, you know? <laughs> and so I, I found myself doing these ridiculous things. And I started timing how fast a candle was burning. And I was like, and, and because I was like, well, the package says four and a half hours, but I don't trust the packaging. I was like, I think it's going to burn faster. And like, so did I it? Had all these it did. I oh, figured it would. It oh my yeah, God. It did. There's a lot of factors, you know, if there's like, airflow or <laughs> she now knows all the science behind candle yeah, burning candle, candle scientist <laughs> literally and candle theory I, I actually i actually asked my fiance um because we're doing like a burnt orange color and i'm like do we want more like a burnt orange or like a terracotta and he's like what are you talking about and i was like i'm crazy <laughs> i'm, oh, I'm a crazy gosh. person so I, I these are all honestly like stemming from real things and of course now i'm exaggerating and playing into it a lot more but um yeah a lot of, this is all like you can really easily go there you can like especially oh. if that's part of your personality and so i just wanted to like I, it's just like super uh, it's just oddly super relatable <laughs> so, it's so much fun it is so yeah. much fun i'm s- rabbit hole i rabbit hold your tiktok 
It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. I wasted lots of time today on that. <laughs> Talking about the like wedding arch- archetypes is like really fun too. I talked about like in every bridal party, there's like the mom and the crafty one and the you know the the person that's like sloppy drunk. The, the, sl- the selfie crazy. queen. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And people are just like, oh my god, if people like to say, oh, I'm that one. What if I'm this one? And so it's just fun. It's fun to like look at yourself in a with a, with like a, in a moment of levity and be like, this is kind of crazy, right? But we're all having fun. Yeah, and I don't know if we yeah we can all acknowledge this. our crazy. I don't know if we talked yeah. about this prior to recording or during the show, but you are an actor, both you and your yes. fiance. So this is just fun for you. You guys, you, you get to do you and just have like this outlet that has turned yes. into something that I would imagine is very fulfilling. Helping so many people too. <sighs> yes. yes. Oh, I, I hope so. I, people say that to me and I'm always just blown away by that. And and I know people say, oh, I'm, I can't believe it. But genuinely, it's like, I really started this because I, I was just making fun of myself, you know? And but then I was like, hey, like people aren't talking about this and they want to talk about this. And I'm so glad to like have have started the conversation. And and I never am in a million years like thought um, TikTok has honestly changed our, both of our lives and never. I, I don't think I knew how to make a TikTok six months ago. <laughs> that's well, incredible there's, there's power in yeah. feeling seen and heard and that's what you're doing for people you know like yeah it, it's if, it's great no sees it, even if you just have one person who like interacts with you and you learn from that person honestly that's that's it and yeah. people go on to tiktok now to learn and to find community and it's really changed you know now it's re- like now it's almost like a google you know like how do i do this and you go on to tiktok and you I- learn I do that. I what was I? Go- I can't remember. I was googling, but it wasn't googling. It was TikToking. I was oh, yeah. I was looking for themes. My brother, we threw him a bachelor party, and I was looking for ideas for some themes for bachelor yes. parties because Pinterest was not cutting it. So TikTok mm-hmm. definitely kind of came through in the clutch. Yeah. yeah, not to mention, you know, like I've been talking a lot about like size inclusivity and dressing dress sizes and stuff. And listen, there, I know that brands are watching. I know. Hell yeah, and, get them. And. And I'm like, let's go. And I'm like, I love you guys, but like, let's just talk, you know, like, let's, let's have this conversation. Like, I, I talk this. a lot about, yeah, I, I'm touched on how I had a loss in my family very suddenly. And I talk a lot about grief and wedding planning. I think that no one's talking about that. And um, it's like a taboo topic. That that it's is. like, let's not think about it. But like, yeah. truly people go through it. Oh, my God. And it's like, you know, that person's, you know, so many people have like, confided in me and talked and just opened up to me and said look like it's so painful to think about to even begin wedding planning knowing my mom's not here knowing my dad you know my dad's not gonna walk me down the aisle it's so it's complicated complicated deep complex stuff and that's more than you picking your tablecloths you know this is like I can't like I can't move on in wedding planning because I'm grieving like this is so all-consuming and I and I completely I completely understood and um, I was literally going through it. I am still. And um, I was like, I actually reached out to Zola. I reached out to Vinod. Mm-hmm. I said, I would love to contribute to this. Con- I think we should have this conversation. And they were like, you sh- we should. Because no one talks about how, like, your mental, well, A, your mental health, right? You guys know. But also how pe- life goes on beyond wedding planning. Yeah. Like, people are, I'm going to lose people. You know, think bad things are going to happen. Great things are going to happen. And it's, um, it's not the sole focus of your life. So, yeah. That's so beautiful. I, lo- I love that you that are, you are having chill. those conversations. Oh, totally. 100%. Like, that's the kind of stuff that you're right. No one's talking about that. But so many are going through it. And so it's like, so why, why aren't we talking about this again? And, and I, I think it's just because there's an expectation that it's like, the show must go on, you know, like yeah. you got, you got to keep going. You got to keep rolling with stuff. And people need to know that they have permission to postpone, to pause, to take a break, to, you know, yes. and to actually grieve and to heal and to process and to all that. And stuff. just talk about it. Like, I mean, yes. no, I can't, no one can fix that. That person's gone. You know, no one can. Yeah. That's painful. And you're going to feel that, but it's like, what if we talk about it or just validate, Hey, I see you and this sucks. And, but like, I have this really cool idea of how to honor that this person at my wedding. Like, what do you think? You know? And, and, um, yeah, I, the people that flooded my messages, it really like, it was so comforting to me 
because um, they were going through exactly what I was going through. But you're not reading this in the bridal magazine. You know, you're not, you don't see this no, anywhere. It's not and, the um, rainbows and butterflies. Exactly. And so like, they were like, yeah, I had to take this person off my guest list today. Like it's this sucks. This moment sucks for me. And I'm like, whole, you know, yeah, that's actually, this is so it's real. It's real and um, complicated. And so, yeah, we should talk, we should talk about it more. I love that. I love that for the people feeling seen, like there's not something wrong with them. You know, like just Mm. all the things that they think they're robbed of an experience or they're, you know, it was supposed to be rainbows and butterflies when the reality is like life goes on. Life will continue. And it's hard, but like finding the joy within the little moments. Yeah. And like the complicated emotion of like feeling almost guilty for planning like the happiest day of your life when something bad's happening. Oh man. The the weight of that. That's so heavy. Yeah, it is heavy, but it's like, you know, I think I, I, I found out that you can feel joy and grief at the same time, you know, Mm -hmm. like, and I'm not taking away from either experience, you know, and, um, I, I know that we, I've talked to that. I've talked about that with lots of brides online and, I know they've helped me and we've helped each other. And um, yeah, it, it's just, uh, no, again, it's just things we need to talk about. Yeah. That's You're showing up for people concept, in so man. many ways. The the concept that you can feel joy and grief. I actually had a conversation with my therapist about that where he was telling so me. So did I. It, it can, you can, you can exist in two states. And, yeah. I, and I think just in a lot of the times our minds, we just think it it's one, but things can be two things. It doesn't have to be a, but it can be an, and, and so that, that can be a powerful thing. Um, mm-hmm. it sounds like there's lots of freedom, lots of healing internally, lots of feeling understood, seen, heard, um, that you're doing. And, and so, you know, I know that, and I, I know that you know this, you know, but kudos to you to like being that safe place that can provide a, a laugh that can provide feeling seen that can provide a place where people can have these deeper conversations. Like that truly is a great community, not one that's just all comedy, but it's also, you know, multi-layered, multifaceted. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. And they all give that back to me. It's very reciprocal. I'm very grateful. People have, are now like going in the show notes. They're like, okay, I've got to find this. They're like, I got to go find this. I got to find this. Megan, I, I have to ask, we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to wrap up with this question. Is there anything that maybe you wanted to say that you didn't get a chance to say? Is there any advice? Like if you had to, you know, say one thing to our listeners who are planning, you know, as a type or, guide. or yeah, just anything that you have that comes to mind that you're like, I kick myself if I didn't say this before I left the show. Is there anything that you got? Hmm. I mean, I say this to everyone, just, I think the best way to go about wedding planning is be flexible. Just be like, be open, be like, it's going to change a million times and just let it happen. Like just, and lean in. And if you want to buy, if you like, just do it for you and your partner, you know, like I, I, lean in buy the cheesy bridal shit, like just do it. (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah. Like just have freaking fun and like se- and I really like I celebrate everything like I I was like oh my god like I cleaned the kitchen let's go to dinner like <laughs> hell I, yes girl I celebrate everything because it and it's like there's so many beautiful mo- you can really get lost in planning it's very stressful it's a lot it moves fast but slow down and like make sure you get your little moments that's what I would say Make sure you own your little moments. I love, well, I was a maid of honor in a wedding um, last summer. And this just reminds me like she had this bride satchel and these bride earrings and she wore them all the time. And like just the whole time she was engaged, she's like, I'm a bride. And she just loved, they brought her so much joy. And even though they were these very cute, cheesy bride earrings, right? Mm Mm-hmm. The fact that she she was just celebrating that time in her life, you know, and I think that it's easy to a let life take over and not celebrate it, and b let wedding planning take over and not celebrate it, you know. Exactly, exactly, and I definitely like I'm not perfect. I lose sight, you know, and then I have to like 
go back to go back to the basics. I lose myself. It's like when you meditate and you're like, just okay, start again, start again. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Um, go back to the square so, one. Yeah, yeah. Just start again. Go back to the breath. Um, but I, I definitely like. I think, ironically, grief changed my life, and it also changed my wedding planning. I celebrate every moment, and I hope people do because you know, people like it. It makes everything easier you know you're like you don't really care if like your great aunt has an opinion about something you're like ah, oh, whatever it's just everything becomes a lot lighter yeah so, yeah less serious i love, I love it's it. fun it's supposed to be fun it. <laughs> i love it it's supposed it. to be so much so many smiles from this episode i think this is our listeners are going to love this one i think they're going to want to hear more from you if you would be down, we'd love to have you back on after your wedding. I know that seems like it's yes. forever away, but we'd love to do a bridal, we call them wedding day breakdowns. We literally walk through the day. What were your wins? What were the highs? What were the lows? What surprised? All of this kind of stuff. So um, awesome. I, I'm fully anticipating, you know, hitting you up again in the future, you know, after you guys tie the knot. But uh, Megan, thank you so much for your time. This has been great. There's been, thank and I you. knew, Ashley and I both knew this was going to be such a great conversation full feel of good combo feel good combo not just entertaining but also some good stuff uh deeply wrapped in that ashley you got anything you else no you, want to say? you guys just have to go follow megan it's megan with an h miles yes. nyc that's what you are on mm-hmm. tiktok right mm-hmm. yeah. and instagram that's me and instagram same handle yep yeah, do you have any it, other areas that you want to like plug like anything that you're doing or any projects that you have or, or anything like that that's you can find everything if if I'm doing anything that's like the place to find me on my TikTok. Um, but also go follow me on Simply Eloped. Listen, I know like especially if you're you eloping. Might be a big wedding. Yeah, especially if you're eloping, but um I'm the I'm creating the content over there. So if you like what I'm doing on my end, I'm probably doing something similar over there. And it just we, I talk a lot about just like owning it, owning owning your weddings, owning your journey, your marriage, all of it. So if you're down with that. You'll be down with that too. Down oh, they are. I love it. Oh yeah. I we'll put it. all of those links in the show notes, guys. And uh, you guys can find everything. You can find links to our Patreon. You can find links to the private Facebook group. All the goodies in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for listening. Ashley, you have anything else you want to say to listeners? I don't. I'm just so grateful. Thank you, Megan, for giving us your time. Thank all right, you. y'all. I, I, this is awesome. We're going to hop off. You guys have a fantastic day. Bye.